0: Do you ever find yourself leaning more on your own understanding than the Lord's, even though you know that his understanding tops anything that you could think? Well, recently I did some deep dive into this with myself as I was working with a content strategist around really getting even clearer on what it is I bring to you from a content perspective and who it is I'm speaking to. And I thought, I'm going to go deep and share it with you. So here we go. Are you an ambitious Christian woman who feels like you've had success yet something is still missing? Do you wonder if it's possible to be ambitious and let God lead at the same time because you think if it is to be, it's up to me? Does the hustle fuel your adrenaline but you want to ditch the overachievement and pursue success with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, entrepreneur, and recovering overachiever who felt those same things. When I prayed for a better way to work, God responded with, let me drive. Then He led me to help women like you through my speaking, coaching, and writing. My mission is teaching you that success doesn't require buying into the world's frantic definition of hustle or into the so-called anti-hustle movement. Instead, you can meet me in the middle right here to redefine hustle as you pursue success with God as your CEO. Each week, we'll spend a focused 15 minutes connecting biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Does that sound like what you need today? Then let's go. We've been talking about mindset recently, mainly money mindset and having a biblical money mindset. And if you haven't listened to episode 198, I really encourage you to go do that because uh, we really defined what mindset is and sort of pulled back the curtain on the woo-woo version of mindset because that is not what dictionary.com says, right? It's very clear about what mindset is. And that got me thinking about my own mindset. In Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. That's the New King James Version. But let me give it to you in a couple of other versions, because I love the depth that this brings to us. In the Amplified, it says, trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him. And I love this. He will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. And in the New Living Translation, verse 5 is the same. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Do not depend on your own understanding. But verse 6 says, seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path To take where I was struggling last week in a pretty dark place, to be honest, was still thinking, Well, I gave my life to Christ in 2014, and that makes me a new creation. We know that that's true because in 2 Corinthians 5 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, All things, all things become new. And Dr. Charles Stanley comments on this, that this new birth is exactly what God says. It is a fresh beginning. We are born again. We not only have our sin forgiven and our guilt removed, but we also receive the Holy Spirit who comes to indwell us and live Christ's life through us. But here's the line in Dr. Stanley's comment that... I had not been living out and therefore was spiraling in some, honestly, negative mindset. And he says, we can never be what we were before. We can never be what we were before because we've been born into his new life with a new spirit and nature. And because of that, our desires and goals should be conformed to those that God has for you. Do you ever read scripture and it's something that you've read over and over again, and you pretty much know it by heart, even if you haven't memorized it. But then you go back in a specific circumstance or a specific moment and you read it it and you see something you didn't see before. And so as I was digging into this, the background of where this came from is you've heard me say I'm a recovering driver's driver, striver, and achievement chaser, and I have had a great fear of falling back into those old habits. Now, we know that while our nature changes and we have a new nature, as it says in Romans 6, 6, or alludes to in Romans 6, 6, we still have to walk this out. It's it's called sanctification, and what I realized recently is that while I've been showing up for five years doing this podcast, which by the way, we are just approaching 20,000 downloads. That is incredible to me that we've been doing this since 2019. While I show up in my blog and the content that I share, I have held back <laughs> for fear of falling into those old patterns of driving and striving. And therefore, That sent me looking deep into, well, Lord, if I am a new creation, what do you do with that? And you might be able to relate to this because perhaps you're listening to this because you are an ambitious woman. And, And while you know that God made you ambitious, you've been doing work the world's way. And that's gotten you so far. It's gotten you some incredible success. However, God did not make you to do business the world's way. And so now that you are beginning to integrate your faith and allowing the Lord to lead and pursuing success as a Christian woman, maybe for the first time you're looking at that and you're like, I don't want to do business that way anymore. I don't want to be that anymore. And here's the thing, friend, is that when we renew that commitment to the Lord, I feel like more layers peel off and there's even more new to our nature so you may be able to relate to this because you're going, well, I know that God has called me to scale. I know that he's called me maybe to shift or, or niche, but I've been afraid to do that because is that me or is that God? A- am I getting ahead of him? Am I turning back into that driver striver and overachiever? And so that that's where I'm coming to you from today because I hear you and I see you because I feel it myself. So I began to dig deeper into this, and I want to read you some things from my journal. So I have a lot highlighted here. Here we go. My drive is not a bad thing when it is done in alignment to you, Lord, and for your glory and from a place of reliance solely on you and your strength and power, just like Paul redirected for your glory. So in Acts 9, we see Saul is on the road to Damascus. And he's going to persecute some more Christians because he's ambitious and he's a rule follower and he's a get stuff done kind of guy. And he's doing what he thinks is right by persecuting these Christians. But then Jesus in blinding light throws Paul to the ground. And I want to read to you what he says here because it is so applicable to us. Trembling and astonished is where we find Saul on the ground. And Jesus saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, who are your, you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick kick against the goads. And Paul says, Lord, what do you want me to do? And the Lord says to him, arise and go into the city and you'll be told what to do. So, So just like us, um, Paul is encountering Jesus and Jesus is redirecting that drive. He's giving him a new drive. He's giving him a new purpose. He's he's taking that ambition and he's directing it in a new way for God's glory. And so he goes into the town and he meets Ananias. And here's what I love is that the Lord comes to Ananias. He's like, listen, um, Saul of Tarsus is coming and um, I'm going to need you to, um, I'm going to need you to baptize him. And, and, and I love Ananias because he's like, hold on, I know this Saul guy and he's not a great guy. Like he's been persecuting people. Like he knows his old nature. Right. And he's like, he has done so much harm. Are you sure that you want me to do this? And the Lord says, go for, he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, Kings and the children of Israel. What is my point here? Let me go back to my journal because my point is this, is that when we become a new creation, old things pass away and we can never be what we were before. Here's what old things are. Our perspectives, our opinions, habits, passions, pride, self-reliance, self-everything, gone. Old dreams, ideas, purposes cease to exist and they were replaced by Christ's ideas And agendas and purposes. So, therefore, this is the myth that we have to bust because there are layers to our understanding. Maybe you gave your life to Christ and you've been walking this out, but he's called you to something bigger. I don't mean in a go for more, boss babe kind of way, because you know, we don't do that here. But maybe you've been holding back a little bit because you're thinking, I don't know, Lord. I mean, I'm pretty comfortable doing this, even though I'm exhausted doing it the world's way. And what if I go that way and you redirect me and it doesn't turn out and the outcomes aren't the same, right? Or maybe like me, you're like, I don't know, Lord, like it's all for your glory. Are you sure you want me to be speaking on that stage? Are you sure you want me to be speaking these words or what have you? And, and so there are layers to our own understanding, friends. There are layers. And it is okay that you have drive and that you are driven. Let me give you a couple of definitions of drive and driven. So drive is determination and ambition to achieve something. And driven, passionately motivated to achieve one's goals. Now, let me give you a second definition of driven. And this is the definition that I've been holding on to. In other words, I've walked out of the grave with Jesus. All of my old things have been nailed to the cross, but yet there's this one little piece of grave clothes that I haven't let go of, and it's this definition of driven, excessively or unpleasantly self-assertive or ambitious, consumed, directed, and guided. But here's the question I raise to myself. What if I am driven because God has given me a new drive? What if God has redirected my drive for his purposes and his glory? So when I asked the Lord this, here's what I wrote down in red, because that's what I do in my journal. When I ask God a question, I sit quietly and listen, and then I write in red what I feel like the Holy Spirit is bubbling up in me. It is redirected for my glory and the purpose I made you for. I change your desires and motivations to conform to what I have for you. I changed the intent behind how you work. So that drive remains, but it is expressed in a new way to honor me. That is biblical. I'm not making that up. Like that's what I felt in my spirit, but it is also in alignment with the Bible. We've always got to make sure that we check that against the Bible, right? So in the end, um, here's, here's what I have for you. The Lord's greatest goal is that we know him. And we cannot fully know him when we are clinging to our own understanding. We can only know him deeper when we let him lead us into deep waters and show up with no strings, no attachment, but only expectancy of all he is and what he can do in me and what I can do beyond my own strength. How can we know him deeper when we relegate him to a human box? To a human character, to human goals based on our own knowledge. As my friend Rebecca George said recently on my, pod, on my podcast, I am limited, but he is limitless. Are you setting goals that you know that you can only reach in your own strength? Are you setting a strategy that you know can only be done in your strength? A recent email I got from an organization, She Works His Way, which I highly recommend that you follow says this, are we considering if we're writing a set of givens instead of goals? Givens are the things that we can accomplish if we just do the bare minimum. If we do it in our strength, if we do it in our power, if we know how it's all going to work out. But goals require effort and godly goals require God's power, not merely our ambition. So ask yourself Where are you leaning on your own understanding? How do you need to bust that myth? Like I am saying that I'm busting that myth. You know, friends, when we lean on our own understanding, we can confuse our old drive for God's direction and go, "Ah, which is it, Lord? But what's the answer? Turn to him. And we can fear falling back into that old um, garment Uh, then that makes us timid to step out in full obedience. And anything but full obedience is disobedience. I'll leave you with this, um, two things. Number one, um, my friend Lisa shared this with me this morning. The definition of living by faith is believing God's word and obeying it no matter what we feel, what we see, or what the consequences might be, no matter what our own understanding shows us. And in a recent conversation with my rooted group coaching community, someone said, until I let go of the old thing, there's no room for the new thing. Until we take off those grave clothes, until we dig deeper, deeper, deeper to continue peeling away the layers of our own understanding, we cannot fully step out boldly, not in our own light, but in reflecting Christ's light to do the work that he's given you to do through the vehicle of your business. I pray that this blesses you today. Please message me. I want to hear how your own understanding is holding you back. Remember, God made you ambitious, but he didn't make you to work the world's way. And I'm the coach that can help you break free of that mode of of operation by redefining hustle. So make sure you get on my calendar. It's down in the show notes. As always, I pray and encourage you to tune out the world, including your own understanding. (laughs) Tune into God's truth. And turn up focus so that you can walk out this assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. I'll see you on the next episode. Do you believe that God has a purpose for your business, but you're not sure how, or maybe you're a little afraid to actually let him lead? The right coaching that combines biblical truth and business principles with a personalized approach can help you break free from the overwhelm and overachievement that you're feeling so that you can walk out His assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. And that's what I do. Let's explore how I can help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to grow your business and impact. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call with me today at com slash discovery call or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, pursuing success as a Christian woman this week. I pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.